cannabis. Sativa. Dope. Indica. Weed. This is Leaf Life. All things cannabis for all people. Now, here are your hosts, Ricker and the Bearded Lorax. We publish a free magazine called The Leaf that is available in print in 13 states at your local cannabis retailer and also available online at leafmagazines.com. Always free. My name is Mike Ricker and I am your host of Leaf Life with my co-host Wes Abney, also known as... The bearded Lorax. I speak for the trees. And of course, there's Stashley. The token female. And Mary J. White. The smoking female. In the cannabis industry, there are some good, but mostly bad places to put your investment dollars. But as with most opportunistic industries with innumerable companies jockeying to become the next Starbucks, finding the one with real value takes a great sense of skill, timing, and luck. This is Money and Cannabis. Cha-ching. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Our first segment is What's Weed Worth? And our second segment, Smoke Your Economics. But before we get educated, we got to get medicated, people. Yes, we do. So let's get stoned. Hey. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Wherever your day has led you, now it's time to do your thing. Fire up, chew up, drink up, whatever you got to do. Get in the mood as we introduce this show's Greg the Guinea Pig. Hi, I'm Greg, and Ricker used to try his weed out on me. But now it's someone else's turn to be the guinea pig. There's the Leaf Life Fairy. Wes, he used to be way more prominent in our first 100 shows. But uh, that little fairy, uh, you know, we got we pissed off at him one time. He said to, he got very politically incorrect, and oh. Mary kicked him out. Mary said, yeah. Mary, no mm-hmm. good for the fairy. That's right, man. I mean, I'm I'm in charge of HR around yeah. here, and I don't want no fucking bullshit. In you know? his defense, he was a little <laughs> off on the fairy dust, and you know, well, it can happen. He went from the powder form to the freebase oh, form of fairy well, dust. Well, that's and, it, right there. You then. know, he's just relaxing somewhere. Else. You know, yeah, writing poetry. <laughs> you know, working Good. on his mind. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, um, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hey, in a yeah. Josh Kincaid is a capital markets analyst for the C3 fund and host of the Talking Hedge podcast. A lot of talking going on in here today, Josh. Welcome to the Leaf Life podcast. Thank you, sir. A lot of talking out of the bearded Lorax about the Leaf Life Ferry. Something tells me he's got the Leaf Life Ferry doing janitor control at the at the lair. <laughs> Siberia <laughs> or <Very> Serbia? <laughs> Other way around, Wes. Uh, Josh, welcome, man. Uh, you're obviously, you know, know your shit. And we'll figure, we'll find that out uh, after we get you high. But first, we got to spin Stash's wheel to see what's in Stash's stash. And now, what's in Stash's stash? Will it land on the Nug Jug, the Dab Saucer, the Vape Cart, the Edible, the Infused Drink, drink. the Inhaler, or the Suppository? Well, they're all inhalers, you know, except the Suppository. I mean, smoking weed's inhaling, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But an inhaler is actually, like, for if you have asthma or something, one of those inhalers. You don't inhale an edible. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Stash. Or a drink. Yeah. I do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <you> <laughs> I mean, if it were like cotton candy. 
So is mm, yeah. are you going to hit that or is Josh going to? No, hit Josh it? is going to hit it. I Breaker was just talking. You know, we're talking. We're a talkative podcast here. We today. have stoners on this show, by the way. I pulled a joint from the Saints packages. Saints, yes, it's Saints. Saints but their it's, weed history. Pack. Well, it's, it's great moments in weed history, which is also a podcast. Go listen to it. It's hosted by Ooh. Dave Beanstalk and his partner. And uh, Dave is a former High Times uh, writer employee. And uh, now he's all over the cannabis industry making really good uh, podcast shows, great moments in weed history, and they've done a co-branding collab with Saints Joints here in Washington State. Josh, go ahead and fire that J up, man. Um, You can see on the cover, uh, if you're watching our YouTube show at Leaf Live Podcast V2, great moments in weed history. That's uh, the packaging. It also has a Hempfest logo on there, that's Wesley. Nice. Yeah, on the back you can read about that's the great moment in 1991 is that Hempfest started oh, so, in 1991. And that yeah. strain, it has five different strains in it. And that strain is I-90 that Josh is smoking. And that's wow. from Fire Bros. Okay, that's which nice. is a Washington company. And the I-90 is Interstate 90 that goes from uh, Washington, from Seattle here, I, I think, to all Boston. the way to the East Coast, maybe. Yeah. so. There you go. Josh is hitting that like a real connoisseur. Connoisseur. He's very good. dignified he, cannabis he, user. Yeah, he looks like a professional, doesn't well, he? Is. <laughs> he is. A little draw right. to it, a little pre-draw to it. But Saints is a pretty good dominant pre-roll brand in Washington. So yeah, exactly. They've been they around do. for a while. They know what they're doing. A bunch of different packaging and a bunch oh. of different logos and labels and stuff like that. So, hey, um, Wes is going to take a hit now. Let's talk about money and cannabis, all right? What's weed worth is the first segment. And by that, we mean, you know, there's been so much bad money uh, in this industry and so much wasted money by companies that have just poured it in, you know, from whatever, a hedge fund or um, a mutual fund or just blind investment into the cannabis industry. And most of it has disappeared like FTX money, just into the ether. So when we talk, when we, when we say what's weed worth, what is weed stock worth? What is the real tangible value of cannabis as it fluctuates from expensive to cheap to expensive again, depending on supply and demand? If there's anybody who knows and who can define what the value of cannabis is or cannabis stock or cannabis ownership, it's you, brother. Yeah. Valuation is in the eye of the beholder, though. So it's, it's not an easy answer. It's, uh, it depends on if you're publicly traded or not. So we can, we can kind of take a look and see what companies are doing and just based on that, no. Because right now, with, if you're publicly traded, you can look at book value. That's a really good way to know what valuation is. But they all move in, in momentum with one another. So it's really unfair, actually, if you take a look at... You know, Poseidon Asset, this is not financial advice, but Poseidon Asset Management has an ETF and it could be considered valued because it's it's really undersold. It should be trading at a lot higher multiples than it is. And it's not trading uh, to its fair value because there's not those institutional investors going after cannabis yet. And so with the momentum or Momo stocks, it's only moving with news. So that's why it's great right now because we had midterm elections, you have uh, the Safe Banking Act, all of those things that are really kind of driving that demand. But without it, it's it's gone. And we can kind of see the the real action behind the people with the money. So forget about the speculation. Let's look at like, what's really happening. 
You can see with um, Canopy Growth, they consolidated all of their U.S. portfolios. They're one of the largest cannabis companies, if not the in the world. What's the name again? Canopy Growth. Oh, that's the name. Oh, okay. Canopy Growth. So they consolidated all their U.S. properties. You know, the writing was on the wall. They knew Hmm. what was up. You saw Morrison Coors. They completely sold out of their CBD beverage unit. And you would think, oh, CBD, that's legal. That's good. But everyone's kind of valuation, what they thought they were going to get into. It's like, do you remember when uh, New Jersey, or Philly or New York thought they were going to get seven to 9,000 pounds of flour in a wholesale forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, for price. And like that's gone. Seven right? to $9,000 per pound? Seven, seven to $9,000 per pound gotcha. is what they thought they were going to get on and the wholesale now in, level. And now in Washington, just for perspective, people are paying as low as $500 for, for a, a pound, pound of in, weed. In Vegas, yeah. I heard $150 wholesale. Oh. Wholesale for a pound for of cannabis. Yep. Yeah. California is like that right now too. And it costs about five hundred to grow a pound. It, yeah. it's, it's about three dollars to a, a gram if you're if it's good. Mm-hmm. And so that that's kind of the bar. You know when to get out of the industry. Twenty eight grams in a pound, right? Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so no, no twenty eight no. ounces in an ounce. I'm sorry. How many <laughs> twenty eight grams in an ounce? <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. it, man. <laughs> you guys are high. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, Four hundred and fifty. Let's let's skip that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> that, that, let's, let's talk billions, because because that's that's the bigger picture here is the billions of dollars that are getting written down or written off because of malinvestment, and we can see that with again going back to Canopy Growth, they just had a 1.1 billion written off this year. That's in addition to the billions that they wrote off a few years ago. Yeah, they initially invested like four billion, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and Aurora, they wrote off billions too. This year alone, they wrote off two billion. They reduced two billion in their goodwill adjustment. These so are the- Canadian companies, by the way, <laughs> and people thought that because. Canada had legalized cannabis, they were going to be the epicenter of international distribution. So every company in the world was going to get their weed from cannabis. And that's kind of the elevator example, right? Yeah, but you, you, yeah, using them as an example, because they are publicly traded, it is federally legal, and it's kind of the canary in the coal mine. Um, actually, one, and one that of the canaries dead. Yeah. And like stepped on. Yeah. Right. And there's like bloody feathers. Oh dear. Oh God. (laughs) I I remember recently Rickard and I met with uh, some cannabis operators who shall not be named who had done a merger, gone public in Canada. And it was like, what's the stock worth? And it was like pennies. Really? You know, and and this is after like the, all this hubbub. Like 14 and, cents. And, you know, they, they thought that this was going to be what propelled them to the future. Uh, but the, isn't the it- odds are kind of against cannabis companies. And we've seen one other company, excuse me, Mary, a-, uh, a very big one that we won't name as well, who had a, an eval on the New York Stock Exchange when they were for their IPO launch. And they got an evaluation of uh, well over a billion dollars. And now they're laying off massive amounts of employees and their eval has shrunk to about one fifth of what that was before. Yeah. Looking at the real life examples with uh, Pax Labs, they raised $420 million. It's an arbitrary number. We all know that. But why? (laughs) Why kind of set yourself up to to raise capital at that number when it's not a realistic number. Ask no. Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, what he bought Twitter yeah. at yeah four twenty a share double for what it's really worth. Uh. Yeah. So people are uh, stupid. It, <laughs> thanks, Wes. That's why. Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of investing where it's like people think they're being sophisticated, yeah, and they're not. And the real players who are sophisticated. That's all they do. Yeah. You know, it's like the difference between being a sports analyst Mm -hmm. or a sports fan. 
Yeah. Right. That, that's how it all gets started is, is improper valuations. And then from there, you have to write off all these billions of dollars. Then you have last hope of merging. So you had, you know, I'm going to throw Tilray and Hexo out there as an example of two zombies without legs trying to hold each other up. Oh dear! And so it's. I haven't. These looked. are big companies, also, man. Yeah. Tilray was on the New York Stock Exchange, right? Cutting the ribbon. Oh. Going to be the you know the first yeah. true billion dollar company. What's it worth now? And they've all been speculated. I mean, speculatively, is that a word? Um, speculated to be worth billions of dollars, and none of them have actually made a penny but don't you guys think though that if you could just hang on well that's the key that's what they're know, trying to it's do gonna so the investment mm-hmm. money keeps pouring in so that they can hang on and be the next starbucks but how long is that runway until the investment capital drives up dries up and investors just say you know what we're gonna put our money in real estate now <laughs> Ooh, what about your your customer base because that's exactly what tilray wanted to do they wanted to wait out until they were going to be bought out by somebody huge like a, a constellation brands but they they who came, owns budweiser or uh, modello and, and corona i believe okay. mm-hmm. yeah gotcha. so they were trying to hold out as long as they could but they were proud uh, you know brandon kennedy the old ceo was proud about not coming from cannabis and it showed where he just oh. didn't know the culture didn't know anything about it and so as a result they can't even keep soccer moms and so people are finding alternative products and they're left without any sales. And that's just dwindling because they don't know the culture. And mm. I think that's really, I think cannabis is very, very unique that you can't just claim to be a CPG, a consumer product, good or brand. You can't, you can't claim that without knowing the culture. And I think that's what makes cannabis very, very. And in the mm. second segment, we'll talk about smoke your economics and really how <laughs> cannabis fits into it. But first time for you to play billionaire boys club, Josh. Let's oh, go. Oh, boy. Josh. There's two types of people in the world. Those who do and those who don't. These guys do do. It's the billionaire <laughs> boys club. Yeah, bro. Yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling rich. Oh, you look rich. That's a good joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? From yeah, they do a good job. Uh, I, I really don't like pre rolls. I don't like the way that they draw or that they smoke. Yeah, um, it had a really good. Um, you could tell it's, it's quality though, just from without before you light it, you can tell. There you go. Way to go, Saints! And great moments in weed history. We're about to have a great moment in podcast history. Can you name? The billionaire, Josh. Number one, this billionaire and his company agreed to pay $20 million each to settle charges that he misled investors after tweeting that he intended to take his electric car company private at a stock price of $420. Oh. I'm going to go on a limb and say that that's Mr. Musk. Yeah, that's Musk. absolutely correct. Oh, you're so smart, yeah, Josh. Yeah. Well, we, yes. Wes gave it away early. Just a few so minutes ago. Kind of a softball question. Yes. Yeah. You're lucky, Josh. Whatever. It's going easy on you today. Elon Musk is uh, valued at $263 billion as of the recording of this show. Documents he submitted for the financing of Twitter took place on April 20th. Go easy. So weird. Uh, number two. This guy started a shoe company out of college called Blue Ribbon Sports and eventually changed the name of the company to that of the Greek goddess of victory, which is fitting as he's always stayed in first place. Wow. That's tough. 
Yeah, that's another softball, Is right, it? Mary? No, I don't know this one either. Uh, um, Would you like to call a lifeline with Mary J. White? Yeah, Mary? Well, it's the guy, the Nike guy, the yeah, Oregon that's guy, correct. the Portland guy. Oh, His name's Phil Knight. Phil Knight. You didn't get it. Yeah. Sorry, bro. That's a wrong answer, Josh. Oh, man, Josh. <laughs> it's Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Uh, valued at fifty-seven point nine billion. But you know what? That dude seems like a really good dude. Okay. I read his autobiography. Yeah, he seems and like, okay. Loved it. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay, number three. Since selling the most famous movie franchise in history for $4 billion in cash and stock to Disney, that stock has nearly doubled, putting his net worth closer to $8 billion, making him the world's wealthiest film director. We still haven't determined his net worth in imperial credit, the main currency standard in a galaxy far, far away. Man, I'm having a complete brain fart on that one now, too. Way to go, um, Saints. And yeah. great moments in weed history. It's Seriously. A, this is not a great moment in weed history at all, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> George, George. Yeah, George Lucas. It's Lucas. George Lucas. Oh, it's yeah. correct. Mr. Yeah. Lucas. Quick story. I saw, I, I saw a guy who looked just like George Lucas in Vegas during MJ BizCon, so I just stood up and I said, George Lucas, big fan. Congratulations, man. And the whole, like, everyone in the restaurant started clapping for this random guy. No. <laughs> Yeah, people say that about me and Steven Tyler. I would do that too. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So I just play along. This guy totally played along. Hey, if you want to discover cannabis news, reviews, entertainment, and culture, and explore every Leaf magazine at your own fingertips, just hop over to leafmagazines.com. Coming up in part two today, we'll discuss again what it means when we say smoke your economics. And we'll get another spin of Stash's wheel and kick it all off with another episode of Who Does That? with Mary J. White. Leaf Life continues in just a moment. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. And check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.